When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I'm sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change. 
no matter how small. Anna Kant stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000blanketsmovie.com. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Kevin McCullough, it's breaking news. It's what it means. It's why it matters. We've got some Tech Tuesday headed your way. We've got some important uh, assessments of what's going on from the national security standpoint and why the left are willing to make your kids their pawns. That's all straight ahead as we have McFarlane, Markowitz, Zolden, uh, and Foyt. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, I'm going to start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big guy is coming out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us on this Tuesday of the big holiday week. And, uh, Someone I always enjoy talking holiday uh, stuff with is KT McFarland, who, besides national security, that's about the only other thing we do talk about. <laughs> it's the celebration of holidays. And I know you're a big Christmas celebrator, uh, KT. I know you start shopping for, you know, the grandbabies in like February. So, you know, you, yeah. you've been you've been looking at this for a long time. Yeah, no, no, no. February, that's late. I, I start at least a year in advance. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, what, what are your big plans? Are you, you going to have a, a big group around the table on uh, on the big day? Actually, it's really kind of pathetic this year because we had this huge Thanksgiving event where um, all five of our children and their spouses and all eight of our grandchildren came home. They all stayed with us, so it was just a magnificent Thanksgiving holiday. But um, but my husband and I, you know, we're finally recovered from the fact that we had 19 people staying with us, and so for us. Christmas is just going to be the two of us. Wow. So we're going to have a romantic Christmas Eve. I'm singing the solo up from the Messiah at our our, our midnight mass. And, nice. Um, and so what I did, instead of having our grandchildren, is that I got those little dolls, that, the Christmas singing carol dolls, and I put little family groupings together. So I have five family groupings. Oh. Well, look at those on Christmas Very Eve. Very good. Well, I know you'll miss the the little ones, but uh, that's that sounds actually kind of nice. So I'm a little bit envious. We're we're going to be, uh, you know, hoofing it to and fro, and you know, braving the cold and going to weird places like Dollywood and other places. So yeah, we'll we'll all survive. But no deep frying the turkey for me this year. Um, all right, uh, KT. In all seriousness, uh, there are some challenges to our national security footing in the world right now. And, you know, it's interesting to see things get passed as part of the military, uh, you know, Defense Spending Act last week um, and what they were trying to get through. But you're telling me today that other nations are concerned about our lack of readiness and they're actually stepping up their own game. Uh, Give us some insight as to who. Yeah, I mean, 
mean, particularly in Asia. So Japan, which after World War II, uh, of their own um, desire, did not have a national, they did not have a, a military. They blamed the military and the military industrial complex for getting them into World War II and losing World War II. But also the United States occupied Japan after World War II, and, and we didn't want them to have an offensive military capability. So in Japan's constitution, they're not allowed to have a military, an offensive capability. They can have a little sort of coastal defense, but that's it. But what happened last week is that the J Japanese, Japanese government decided, okay, we've got to get serious. We are doubling our defense budget. We indeed are going to make um, offensive weapons as a deterrent. And we are looking at things like cybersecurity, developing our own hypersonic weapons. So Japan looks at the United States, especially after Afghanistan. It looks at North Korea, which is getting increasingly more bellicose, testing weapons and missiles and nuclear weapons, and then certainly looks at China and says, gee, you know, we don't want to be left out on our own. So I think that's a real indication that Japan doesn't feel it should or could rely on the American military deterrent. I frankly think that's a good thing to do, regardless of what the United States is doing. I think it is time that Japan stepped up for its own defense. I also think it's important for Japan, the United States, um, Korea, Philippines, Australia, New Zealand, India, to all get very serious about preventing China from taking over Taiwan or creating a whole Chinese maritime trade route by controlling the South China Sea, the world's most important maritime route. So I'm applauding Japan's decision. I think it's the right decision and good for them. You just named, I hadn't thought about this, but you just named a number of countries and they certainly outnumber China in the region. Um, yeah. Do, do you think China fears a coalition of that exact force that you just mentioned as being one of the restraints that's keeping them from acting on Taiwan? You know, they're not they're not talking about it. I think that their their calculation for Taiwan and who knows what's really in the head, head of a dictator, right? Whatever the dictator decides it is. But they've got to have a lot of calculations. First, they watch Putin fail miserably on Ukraine. They certainly don't want to have that kind of a situation. They've also seen their own economy in real trouble. Um, again, with President Xi Jinping's policy initially of, well, we're going to have no COVID. We're not going to have COVID here. We're China. We're an authoritarian government. We know how to deal with these things. Those silly democracies will screw it up. But we know how to deal with it. Well, it turns out, A, they never developed a vaccine of any, any capability. And they're shut down. They're locking down, you know, tens of millions of people in cities um, in, in an effort to stop the coronavirus or COVID or whatever version it is now from spreading. And also, because of their policy, they have no herd immunity. So they're potentially in a lot of trouble, not only health potential, but also economic potential. You can't shut down your, as we know, you can't shut down your economy for long periods of time and lock people in their apartments for long periods of time without having some real serious consequences. Yeah. And I, I you think of how labor intensive the Chinese economy is. I mean, they make almost everything that the world uses. Yeah. And so what it does is it, it not only is China and China's demand going to slack off because of this, but I think it's one of the things that will contribute to a worldwide recession. I, now, just... I, I, don't, I don't think American foreign policy should be based on, oh, well, let's hope the other guys screw up. No, that's, but, yeah. But I think that we, we may see a situation where China is not the sort of 10 foot tall, you know, colossus that we thought. And frankly, I think in a lot of ways that becomes 
more dangerous for the United States. I was speaking with Brian Clark from the Hudson Institute yesterday, yeah. and he's talking about the um, microchip processors that Taiwan is able to uh, kick out in huge fashion and what type of leverage that would wield. Do you think that a combined policy of emboldening Taiwan while trying to, um, I don't know, intimidate or restrain China in otherwise uh, kind of a show of unity amongst that uh, coalition is the best way to go? I think it's a, you have to have a multi-pronged approach. First of all, you're right about Taiwan. Taiwan produces something like 95% of the world's chips, microchips. We invent them here. We're really good at developing them and inventing them, but China mass produces them. That's one of the, I mean, at Taiwan does. And that's one of the reasons China wants its mitts on Taiwan, yeah. not just because of national historic purposes, not just because of maritime control of the South China Sea and the Western Pacific, but if they control the world microprocessors, the chips, they control the world economy. Well, there's an increasing belief that they can not only control the microchip uh, processing production, but that they can use, they can adapt technology to put on those chips to be able to spy on anything they want to. Absolutely. Um, backdoors and everything else. And that's why I think our policy towards China writ large should be, first of all, help Taiwan defend itself by itself. Number two, increase the American defense budget, particularly naval capacity in the in the West. Number three, have these coalitions, not just economic coalitions with the countries I've mentioned, but security coalitions with those countries. And then finally, bring the supply chain home. I, mean, I don't think the world cares a whole lot if China is making something we don't need. But what we saw during the initial days of COVID was that the Chinese government told President Trump, don't you dare criticize us, because if you do, we're going to stop the flow of antibiotics. All right, Katie McFarland, have a Merry Christmas and thanks for being with us. Have a wonderful time with your huge extended family, Kevin. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. It's Kevin McCullough. Stay here. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000BlanketsMovie.com. All right. Welcome back, Kevin McCullough. I, I'm so glad to have you with us. And I'm so thankful that so many of you, dozens and dozens, hundreds over the last several years, join with us each year to give uh, a holiday present, a gift for the rest of their life like they will never get. And who is the they? Uh, these uh, former slaves that are being liberated in northern Sudan and being returned to their homeland in South Sudan with with what's called a bag of hope that basically launches a whole new life. Uh, there's food, there's seed for a coming season that they can plant and grow more food. There's uh, utensils for sh for fishing and cooking and planting. There's things to help protect them from the weather. Um, and they're uh, uh, my favorite part. They get a little. Um, uh, goat and they get to a little she goat and they get to make more goats with that she goat and it gives them a little bit of income in the process of that that's what you give 
when you give the simple gift of $250. And if, if you can't give it all in one fell swoop, you can break it up into two payments of 125 or five of 50 or whatever you need to do. But uh, go to bringherhome.org to do that, bringherhome.org or 888-342-1010. Rob Davis, the uh, U.S. Operations Executive Director for CSI, is back. And, uh, Rob, you're always loaded with stories. And we've just, it's important for people to know, 300 slaves were just liberated. I mean, they just, within the last uh, few days, uh, received their liberation. Some of you that gave earlier this year contributed to that. So thank you for making some of these stories possible. But give us a kind of a, a bird's eye glimpse of one of these lives that we've helped. Her name is uh, Atok Bolgang, uh, 30 years old, and she was captured when she was a little child. You know, this is somebody who's been enslaved for probably 24 to 27 years. Uh, we don't have an exact capture date, but we know she's 30 now and was captured as a young child. She was with her mother and father and siblings, and uh, her parents were farmers. Her mother was in the forest collecting wild fruits and things for dinner, and uh, Arabs attacked her village. They came and found her hiding in the woods. They came and found another couple of people who were hiding as well and rounded them up. And two of, uh, two of her fellow captors were uh, resistant, and so the, uh, the soldiers just shot them dead right in front of her. Imagine seeing that as a five- or six-year-old child. They were beaten. Arabs tied her hands with ropes and dragged her, uh, even when she was tired, uh, north to where they lived. Uh, she says that she was raped by three Arabs, but she was afraid to refuse because they would kill her. Her Arab master had her taking care of the uh, children of his three wives, and she continued to be uh, sexually abused. Um, she worked and washed clothes, cleans the house. Her master also decided that she was going to uh, undergo uh, female genital mutilation. She says that she thanks God that she was brought back to South Sudan. Many mm -hmm. bad things had happened to me in slavery. They will never happen again. I am free. I am so thankful. And as you said, Kevin, uh, she just fears for those who are still enslaved. Go to bring her home because we're bringing those slaves home. We're bringing those women home to their family. Bring her home dot org bring her home dot org and you can liberate uh, someone who really didn't think that she was ever going to be liberated uh, and and that's one of the things that blows my mind uh, these women have lived more or less in in the worst state of ptsd or mental trauma or whatever you want to call it for the majority of their life and yet when they are liberated the amount of gratitude, the amount of uh, concern for the others that are left behind. It is truly an inspiring thing to see the strength that these women have within them, uh, even after so much abuse that they've endured. 888-342-1010, 888-342-1010, uh, or go online to bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us on this Tuesday of the holiday week. And uh, glad to have my next guest back. Uh, she's been very busy writing a book and getting ready to release it and all the other stuff. Uh, but you read her in the New York Post and you know that she has uh, some of the most important common sense in all of America to share with us. And uh, so glad to have Carol Markowitz back. Uh, Carol, great to have you back. And great hey, to Kevin. know that we might cross paths a couple of times in the next few days, which is going to be kind yes. of fun. That was um, an amazing confirming our schedules before this call. <laughs> it was kind of kind of nutty, but it it, it it looks like it's going to work. Anyway, um, so 
we we are in a very interesting uh, period of time here in the lame duck kind of part portion of the year with a mm-hmm. new Congress coming and with some other things going on. I'm just curious as to what your mind is thinking about uh, these days as kind of the next level of the Biden administration will be, you know, starting up uh, in just a couple of weeks. And that Republican Congress is going to have its work cut out for them. They are, uh, but I hope that they rise to the challenge and I hope that they really do all the things that they talked about doing for their time in the political wilderness. And I'd love to see the House have hearings on a number of issues. I mean, my you know pet issue, obviously, is I want on the record a lot of things that happened during COVID. I want to know um, Anthony Fauci's role in so many uh, misinformation that was given to the public. I want to know if he was directed by the Biden administration to uh, give us certain directives. And I want to I want to have everybody on the record. And this is the Republican Party's opportunity to do that. I'm pretty sure you've probably seen the video floating around on social media. But Robert Redfield, the former director of the CDC, uh, Benny Johnson had it posted, has at minimum admitted that he thoroughly believes that there's no question that the virus came from the Wuhan virology lab. And he seems to imply fairly directly that it was likely funded by Fauci money that was sent there for gain of function expansion. I've had so many doctors on the show, Carol, that have Mm -hmm. real problems with gain of function experimentation, even just in a a non COVID atmosphere that, you know, creating super viruses just to see, uh, how right. to act is is a very dangerous. It's kind of like letting kids play with nuclear bombs just to see if they can set them off. Like, right. and that's kind of what happened. But we we've lost total faith in the public health institutions. And for former director Redfield to basically come out and confirm what you just said, many mm-hmm. people got kicked off of Twitter for. Many people got labeled as misinformation spreaders. That's right. Because they said the same thing. Carol, mm-hmm. what what should the reaction be? Well, I, I think that they need to be held accountable. And part one of accountability starts with getting that information out. I think that that's like the major pushback is that I get is like, oh, what's the point now? Like, it's been so long already. Like, you know, let let bygones be bygones. And but like, no, you know, a COVID-19 was, uh, you know, started in 2019. But COVID like 28, COVID 32, COVID 45 can all be ahead of us. And we have no idea what the future holds. We need to get that information out about what happened during this pandemic so that future pandemics are not handled in the same way by the same people with the same ideas. And, it, you know, it, even if you want to give the people the benefit of the doubt, which I, you know, have stopped doing a long time ago, but I, I did for a long time. I thought, you, did. you know, Anthony, Anthony Fauci, not evil, just terrible at his job. And now, you know, I, I do think he's evil. I think he's done so many terrible things knowingly. But for a long time, I believed he was just awful at his job and he was trying his best, but failing at every turn. And I I think that people need to hear what happened so that they get over that hump of believing that he meant well. He did not mean well. He was politicized. He was trying to help the Biden administration. His first priority was the Democratic Party, not to the American people. Uh, And maybe his first priority was his pocketbook, Um, because to to learn the the amount of proceeds he earned off of um, COVID related companies during that time period is really astounding. And that's a story that still has not been been widely uh, told. Let me let me ask you, um, because I know your your book that you're co-writing with Bethany is going to deal with 
COVID policy and kind of the aftermath of what we learned from it. Um, were you guys able to to come up with any uh, scoops uh, for the uh, for the book? And I, I know it's supposed to be out sometime in the spring. Um, what give, give us just a little preview of, of what it's going to include. So I, I can't get into it too much yet, um, but it does go through the COVID period. It's a chapter on the COVID period. And while the book mostly is looking forward and how to fight so many things, the COVID um, chapter was important to us because we needed to lay out what happened right. and and lay out who was responsible and the details of what went down. So that will be in there. And uh, I can't say much more yet because it's actually still not publicly announced. You just happen to have some nah, insider yeah, information. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm, just, I'm too good of friends. But <laughs> you've been working on this for a while. And I'm really looking forward to not only reading it, but yeah. telling others about it. Because I know between you and Bethany, who are both regular contributors here, we're going to provide people with information that they did not get anywhere else. Uh, and that's what I'm excited about. Hey, let's go to your most recent piece for Fox News. You're concerned about uh, what climate extremists uh, mm-hmm. uh, and kids and, and the whole interaction on, on the issue. And it looks like, uh, Carol, with kind of the non-sweeping red wave of the mm-hmm. election cycle, that we're, we're going to have more of this to worry about going forward because you've still got a lot of people in charge of a lot of uh, different aspects, particularly public education. Yeah, absolutely. So the column is about how these climate activists are saying don't have kids. You know, they're saying that kids are bad for the environment, don't have them. Of course, almost all of the climate activists who say this do have kids. They just have one. And they say that one is the number of kids you should have. And I always like to say, like, which two, which two of my kids am I getting rid of? Yeah. Um, but so, you know, the idea is that they're they're telling you what's important. They're saying what's important is uh, you know, air travel and and uh, vacations and air conditioning and heat and all the things that they enjoy in their lives is important. But children are not important and you shouldn't have them because they're bad for the environment. And the, of course, the fact is they have no idea what things will look like in the future. So many of their projections have been completely off. And even now, when you read the columns about this kind of stuff, it's always like, well, the earth could be this much hotter in a hundred years. It could, it could also not. We have no idea because we, we really aren't, have been unable to predict what's going to happen. So we have to stop listening to these people. We have to treat them like the kooks that they are. And we have to just dismiss their arguments about, children because they're trying to destroy the American family. This is absolutely happening. This is absolutely the goal and and we need to stop them. Well, it's, it's on so many levels um, over the last two years, there's been such contempt for children uh, yeah. by the left. And it's, it, it, you're touching on one aspect of it here, but if you go to the, uh, the transgender push in schools and the, the, that, which is literally abuse uh, to, uh, these kids that are that really need a different kind of help than just simply being told, oh, yeah, your body isn't what you think it is. And we we're, we should just adjust all of reality so that you don't have to realize that uh, that's such a that's a, such an unhelpful thing. And then you get into the transgender surgeries and the cutting off of healthy tissue yeah. and all the stuff. And then you go to the abortion issue. And it just seems like every way that the left can, they use children as pawns to a message and never understand their benefit and value to first the nuclear family and ultimately to society. I mean, yeah, somebody's going to have a book on that coming out in March. You, all right. Well, we'll be looking for the yet to be disclosed book soon. <laughs> and we'll look forward to seeing you in just a couple of days in person. 
Yep. See you soon, Kevin. Right. There she goes. Carol Markowitz, thank you so much. It's Kevin McCullough. Stay here. is hard to find. A new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Do you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000 thousandblanketsmovie.com Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, every Saturday on the Salem News Channel, uh, if you catch my broadcast, um, you have seen for the last number of weeks um, an advertisement for a brand new film called Super Spreader, and it is a very provocative film, and there are a lot of things that are said even in the ad that uh, grab your attention. And uh, one of the people behind that is now joining us. Sean Foyt is his name. And, uh, Sean, welcome to Kevin McCullough Radio. It's great to have you. Hey, thank you so much. Glad you got to be it. here with you. Got What's the here. message behind Super Spreader? Um, you know, I think, man, there's so many messages behind it. I, I think 
probably my biggest heartbeat would be to see courage released um, in the midst of a very dark, intense time in, in American history that, that the church w- rose up with courage and boldness and, and power to, to be what it's always been to the world, a place of light and hope and joy. Let's slow down a little bit to go fast. Um, you're talking about the church and you're talking about darkness. Give us some evidence of that darkness. Um, I mean, I think as you see in the film, and it's kind of a flashback to 2020 and the fear and the virus and the pandemic and the government control and, uh, you know, the canceling of people and, you know, the pointing of fingers and uh, the deaths and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's a very dark time. Just this week, um, Robert Redfield, who is the former director of the CDC, came out and basically said that uh, the virus, it did, there, there was no question about it. The virus came from man-made engineering, and in his estimation, it came from the uh, the virology lab in Wuhan, and it's likely that uh, Dr. Fauci even funded the research that caused it to come into existence. Um, Sean, people that said such things, even in speculation on social media during that time period, were, as you said, canceled, were uh, kicked off of platforms, were told that they were spreading misinformation. And now you have one of the guys that was at the head of one of the largest public health entities basically saying that that was, in fact, the case. Um, What should we take away from that type of revelation? I mean, I think every day we see the so-called conspiracy theorists are proven right again and again. So uh, honestly, it's not surprising to me. Um, Yeah, I I think that, you know, there was a massive, and we're going through this right now, this exposing of corruption, power, greed, control. Um, I think COVID gave us the opportunity to to have a lot of that unmasked. And, you know, um, in, in one sense, it's kind of disheartening, obviously, to see all of these people uh, in bed with the government and we see this agenda being pushed. But on the other hand, um, you know, I'm an optimist. So I look at it and I think, you know what, everything that's going to be shaken is going to be shaken. And it gives us the opportunity as the church to reveal to the world a kingdom and a foundation that cannot be shaken. So that's what we experienced and let us worship during the, the, the pandemic. It was a massive harvest of souls and people finding Jesus and you know, really becoming disillusioned with any other uh, stable foundation because they were all removed. And so it it presents an incredible opportunity for us as believers. You mentioned the church a couple of times in this conversation already. Um, My good friend, Eric Metaxas, who appears in your film, uh, has written an open letter to the the church, uh, basically calling them to say, um, you've, you've got to take a stand and you've got to be more bold than you've been before. And I'm guessing that part of why that argument resonates with you is that it's not just to achieve the social justice or the justice that's needed in society, but that it is ultimately about introducing those individuals who are looking for their satisfaction in other places to be connected to the only source that really gives that satisfaction. Yeah. I mean, and I think that you know, we have to go back to why America as a nation has, has been so successful and why it's the most powerful nation in the world, the most prosperous nation in the world. How do we get there? Well, we got there through Judeo-biblical foundations and principles. We got there through prayer meetings. We got there through, you know, uh, perseverance, through fighting tyranny, 
we got there through freedom. And, you know, if you don't have the Bible, you don't have America. And so um, I, I think it's a good opportunity for us to return, you know, take an inventory of where we are as a nation and how far we have strayed. If um, if people want to watch, and I know that it's on um, <clears throat> SalemNow.com, but what is the most, is, is that the, the most convenient place that people can go see it, or is it in other places as well? Yeah, they can go to SalemNow.com. They can go to SuperspreaderFilm.com. SuperspreaderFilm.com also has various options to stream and purchase it. And we're also doing uh, a limited, we, we've gone in theaters across America. Now we're doing it kind of a limited run internationally. So it'll be in some excellent. What, why the title super spreader? Uh, you know, it's actually funny. We, it's, it's a, it's the ultimate troll on Rolling Stone and a lot of the, all those governors and those mayors told us we were super spreaders. We were killing grandma. Sean Foyt, thanks for being with us. Hey, honored. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to FoxNewsBooks.com to pre order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News's Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? 
An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, on this holiday week, will technology be uh, a part of what's under the tree? I'm sure it will. In fact, I already know in the McCullough household, there's at least one present that uh, has a degree of technology built into it. But here on Kevin McCullough Radio, where we take a look at uh, technology news each week, or we try to at least, Ari Zoldan is back with us for a kind of a holiday edition of uh, Tech Tuesday. And uh, Ari, the news this week has all been about uh, should Musk step away as CEO of Twitter or should he not? And um, obviously he put up that he would abide by the results of the poll that he posted on his own platform. Um, the bad thing is he doesn't have anybody in, in line to do it just yet, so it's going to take a little while. Um, but what did you make of that whole development this week? Yeah, I think it's amazing. He he kind of you know sent it that sent it out to America to vote, so to speak. Um, I, I was surprised he did that. Um, you know what I'm not surprised about is um, not so surprised that 56 percent said that um, they were interested in, in replacing him. Um, and what I think is that you know he's going to follow through on his word. I mean, one thing that I've um, that I've seen with him um, is that if he says something, he does it. Um, so, you know, I'm not surprised once he, I'm not going to be surprised once he finds a real credible replacement, um, he'll be stepping down. Yeah. I personally, as one of those people that lost my account and still have not regained it, uh, I personally was, have been very pleased with the degree of transparency. He has gone into the archives and said, Hey, this is actually what was going on. Twitter was getting co-opted by uh, these corrupt influences and we're gonna we're just gonna let all the world know that that's what we did and we shouldn't have and he put it all out there um of course in doing so he he took a lot of fire for doing that i'm curious do you think he's just been worn down by the uh by the um, animosity or do you think uh or do you think that he's just wanting to get back to kind of i mean he'll still be the ceo but he's not gonna he's not gonna be running the day-to-day operations Right. Um, I think he went in with with a mission, you know, kind of as a short term uh, goal for himself to to get in the door, do what he needed to do and then and then step back. Um, so I'm, I'm quite pleased how things turned out. Look, I didn't think and I, I was wrong, Kevin. You know, we're, we were for the most part, I think we're, we're pretty good with our with our tech predictions. And, you know, I didn't think that the the merger, uh, the investment merger would go through um, at all. Um, and it, and it did, um, and he, he pushed forward with his agenda, 
He wanted to shake things up. That's what he did. Um, and now it's just a question of finding the right person um, that's going to take Twitter to the next uh, to the next step. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that um, he's he's made it a more transparent place. And I haven't seen the quite the concerns that my friends on the left have uh, <clears throat> been, you know, so uh, hand wringing about just yet. I haven't I haven't seen Nazis take over the platform or anything like that now the new york times on the other hand they printed a crossword puzzle yesterday in the shape of a swastika i was kind of like uh the first night of hanukkah new york times this is this is good for you uh why anyway that different story altogether hey you were telling me before we uh, jumped on the air that uh, there was something that uh, we needed to know about Yes. So, Kevin, this is all the rage. It's called chat GPT. And what it is, um, it's in essence, it's an algorithm, but a very, very sophisticated algorithm. Um, It was started by a research firm called OpenAI, AI AI being artificial intelligence, backed by Sam Altman, um, the founders of LinkedIn and Microsoft. And what it does essentially is that it puts sentences together for you. It uh, gets involved in ideation and will actually bang out several um, original paragraphs of content. Um, I mean, stuff I've been using it, absolutely mind-blowing the type of uh, content that it produces. Um, It's not even connected to the internet. Um, It gets gets pulled from their own database and it starts, it could construct original logical sentences, like a full-blown article where almost to the point where you can't really tell that it's being um, machine produced. Um, It is so sophisticated. It is definitely creating a lot of ripples within the tech community. Uh, Just people are, are just in total awe of what this algorithm is doing. Is there any downside to it so far? So the, so there is um, the downside is is that we're we're not we're not there yet in terms of um, replacing content writers, uh, replacing journalists. Um, unfortunately, though, we're getting very very close. Um, you could think of you can think of students um, in a classroom, uh, the instructor, the teacher, the professor, giving them a reading assignment and then turning around and trying to do a report. Well, you know, all they have to do is throw some keywords into this platform, into this program, and it could spit out a 1600 word article or report. So that doesn't sound like a positive for, for, for our college students. It's definitely not positive. It's definitely going to be, I think, very challenging for the educational system, you know, how schools are going to deal with it. It's not, you know, some tools, you know, that they have out there are great right now that uses um, algorithms and predictive um, content, you know, stuff like plagiarism checkers, right? That That's great. It compares different types of contents to see if, um, if students are plagiarism plagiarizing but this is entirely different this is an algorithm that actually creates original content so yeah the educational system is going to have to start you know dealing with this how they're going to deal with it but even content well, if i'm grading the paper and i'm the english professor at you know uh, introductory writing course in freshman year and my kid turns in one of these uh, papers how do i know the difference between what the computer program did and what the what the student himself did as a this moment you cannot tell and, and we've tried and it's absolutely it's amazing with this tool wow. um you can't you can't tell so yes yeah, so the first thing that comes to mind is right how is the educational system going to deal with this because you know we're no longer going to have to 
apply and be kind of creative, uh, creative or critical thinking content. Um, so that is that is, that in itself is a conversation that is mind blowing. Yeah, no, I think that's a, a, a genuine downside because the last thing I think we need right now, particularly uh, for that age group, is less critical thinking skills as opposed to uh, more. Hey, Ari Zoldan, always appreciate your insights. Thanks for being here. You bet. Thank you, Kevin. And have a happy Hanukkah. Thank you. <laughs> I won't I won't publish a swastika in the New York Times <laughs> or anywhere else uh, for That's that. All right. Uh, Kevin McCullough coming right back. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. You know color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. 
what you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. I don't know if you can put a whole lot of stock in some things. Uh, breaking news, the January 6th committee has referred uh, criminal referrals to the Justice Department uh, for, on President Trump from the January 6th uh, committee's work. This is their, like, last chance gasp breath of uh, desperation, trying to do all that they can to uh, get the former president basically prevented from being able to run again. That's, that's what they want to do. Uh, they're, they're referring Donald Trump to the Justice Department, accusing him of four different federal crimes, including insurrection. Now, the president, interestingly enough, uh, went back through his old tweets that he now has access to again, and on Truth Social over the weekend, put up two tweets that are very relevant to all of this. He, he says, uh, please obey all law enforcement, and remember that we are the party of law and order. We do not there's direct evidence that he was not conspiring or working towards an insurrection. It's public. This is stupid. The Justice Department may be dumb enough to go for it with Merrick Garland. Who knows? I mean, it's 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 a clown show over there, to say the least. But this is the latest in, in a bunch of efforts that I have continued to see from over the weekend that tells me this stuff isn't going away. Um, and he, the the. So Frank Pavone gets defrocked for calling the Democrats godless in a tweet. That's that's what he got defrocked for. He said that Democrats who, who you know, drink in the blood of babies, uh, they swim in it, that they're that they're godless. And that was bad. But as Dr. Gina said earlier, they're not saying a word about the fact that the city of El Paso is having to declare a state of emergency due to what the repealing of Title 42 is going to do. You have, a, you have a U.S. city that's going to be overrun with crime and criminal activity and a whole host of problems, and the Catholic Church, the Vatican, standing off to the side, twiddling its thumbs. You've got, um, you've got the L.A. mayor planning to address homelessness by moving people into hotel and motel rooms. So what? The hotel and motel proprietors don't get paid. They now have to take. They they now have to become a function of the state. How fair is that? You've got Democrats rallying to use the Fourteenth Amendment against the former president. This is if the January Sixth stuff doesn't work. They want to call him a Confederate. They're going to use the same, the same arguments that they made against the Confederate generals to say that he shouldn't be allowed to take office again. It's laughable. Um, you've got, you've just got all kinds of things going on that are in every sense of the word nonsensical. And this is the, uh, oh, and there's a democratic uh, representative saying that president Biden shouldn't go to the Southern border because it'll, it'll, it'll mess with traffic. <laughs> Forget about the, the 6,000 immigrants per hour. They're going to come across the day that 42 is lifted. Nope can't have them there because it will mess with traffic friends there are people not invested in your welfare or your well-being many of the things they believe are absolute anathema to moral standpoint and yes they are godless frank pavone got this right and shame on the catholic church for defrocking him they're defrocked for keeping the truth that they supposedly appreciate as the church kevin mccullough see you next time 
From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000BlanketsMovie.com. Um...